right, well, let's go ahead and have Brother Blake come at this time and open God's Word. Well, I feel like we've already had a couple sermons, but hey, that's okay. Um, but I'm going to try to keep it short tonight. It's got to be hard to listen when you know there's cake and ice cream in the next room. It's got to be hard to preach, too. I've never done it before, so I might just be done real quick. Um, but to be honest, Logan and Noah, um, I'm preaching to you guys tonight. Um, before I start, I want to say this. I've been here for three months, and uh, I, f- I fell in love with you guys. Not in a weird way, okay? Come on. <laughs> but uh, I truly do care about you guys. I care about what you're going to do with your future, whether you serve God or not, whether you follow his will. So before I just preach at you, know that, okay? So that's all I want to say. Um, if you guys have your Bibles, turn to Romans chapters 1. And er, Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Logan and Noah, I'm sure you guys know this verse. You might not know it yet, but once you see it, you're going to know it. And I'm not going to say anything that you don't know. Okay? But here's the thing. I wanted to remind you and challenge you, because in this time in your life, I feel like this, the message of this couple verses are crucial. So let's read the verse. In Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, here's what it says. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but ye be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for this day. I pray that um, what I say tonight would be exactly what you would have me to say. I pray that you'd uh, help challenge Logan and Noah, but I pray that you'd help uh, this sermon to help others here as well, Lord. pray all this in your name. Amen. So we're going to go through this seg- just phrase by phrase. So in the beginning of this verse, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. It says here, therefore. The therefore is talking about in the last chapter. It's gotten talked about, just got done talking about God's grace and God's mercy and everything he has done for us as Christians. He was talking to Christians at this time, and he was like, listen, because of everything he's done for us, therefore, here's what we need to do. But not only did he say that in the first part, he also said, I beseech you. This was almost a plea. It was a beg. It said, listen, I beg you, I plea with you by the mercies of God because everything God has done for you. Lo and Noah, God has done a lot for you guys. I, you guys had said a lot of it. I mean, he gave you guys a loving church. He gave you guys loving parents. He, guys, he allowed you to grow up in a Christian home. And to be honest, he's, he saved you from your sins. At least I hope so, because that's important. And God has done so much for you. And as Paul was beseeching, was pleading with the people 
I'm going to plead with you tonight. Okay, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to beg you tonight to do what this verse says. And the next part, it says, that ye, sorry, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God. The definition of a living sacrifice is a life dedicated to the service of God, a life committing to doing God's will, a life in faith and lived out in faithfulness. Here's the, here's the thing. You, and I'm begging you, and I'm pleading with you tonight, that you give your life to Jesus Christ. And not just Logan and Noah, everyone here. The other teenagers here. Because there is nothing better you can do with your life. But, but see, I'm not just asking you, the Bible's telling you to. And I'm not just asking you to because you... You know, because you should, but I'm telling you to because God has done so much for you that it's the right thing to do. It's the only thing to do. It's what you should do because of every, all the grace and mercy that he's given you. But what does it mean to live a life sacrificed to God? That probably means you should come to church, correct? So as long as you come to church, you're good. One day a week, uh, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, you're good. You're sacrificing a part of your life to God. Right? Logan, Noah, no answer? No, of course not. You've got to sacrifice all of yourself. That means when you're at work, which hopefully you guys will get jobs someday. Oh, Noah, you have one. That means at work, you're supposed to be a living sacrifice for Jesus Christ. That means you're supposed to be an example of what he would have you to do. You're supposed to be an example, and you're supposed to magnify and glorify him when you're at work. At college, I'll be honest, it is tough. I went to Bible college, okay? And it's tough to be a living sacrifice at college because the truth is you're there with all your peers, you're there with everybody, and you just want to fit in. You just you want to be cool. You want to be okay. But you know what? A sacrificed life would mean that you magnify him and you glorify him there as well. You don't get involved with all the sin that comes with college. Because there'll be a lot. There'll be a lot of people who try to tell you and try to change you and do all these things. But you need to make sure you're living a sacrificed life to God. My dad preached this, so I was like, I got to take this out of my sermon. Um, but you need to sacrifice your life and you need, to, you need to serve him with all your might, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. Everything you have should be given to God. 
It should all be sacrificed. But that's not the only part in there it says. It says that you may present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy acceptable unto God. In the Old Testament times, I know you guys know this, but when they sacrificed the lamb, what did it have to be? Perfect, unblemished. It had to be, it had to be the best lamb. It had, to be, it had to be a perfect lamb. And when they took it, they sacrificed it to God. And when we sacrifice our life to God, it has to be the same way. Because God can't use a life that's full of sin. So my challenge to you is to sacrifice your life to God tonight. But here's what you have to do before you can do that. You've got to get your life right. You've got to get rid of the sin. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think there's a better time than now. There's no better time than now to sacrifice your life to God and get right with him. You have a pastor that cares for you. You have parents that love you. You're still living in their home. They can help you. You have two youth pastors who would help you in any way they had to. Get your heart right with God now because it's going to be a whole lot easier for your future. A lot of people our age say, "Uh, I'm going to enjoy sin and then I'll come back to God later. Well, later they regret it. And I have friends that regret it now. I had a friend who wanted, he, he was, he was going to go to Bible college with me, or with me, he was going to go to Bible college, and you know what, he had so much potential. He was, he was a better preacher than I am. He was, he was awesome. He had a good personality, and his mom and his brother wanted him to do something else. And he allowed what they wanted him to do to change his path. And I think he's like a chiropractor now. But he he regrets it. He regrets not giving himself and sacrificing himself to the Lord no matter the other consequences. Don't choose to live in sin now because you know what? You'll regret it later. You really will. So... So the next phrase, it says this. It says this. Um, which is your reasonable service. Okay? That ye may present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. To be honest, a lot of people will tell you You don't owe it to God. You don't, you shouldn't give your life to God. But here's what I'm telling you. It's the only reasonable thing to do. That's literally what the Bible says. A lot of your friends, a lot of the people you guys go to college will tell you you're crazy for taking Sunday and going to church. For taking Wednesday nights and going to church. But it's the only reasonable thing to do. A lot of people will tell you this as well. They'll tell you you'll be miserable if you give your life to God. But I'm here to tell you it's great. God has been so good to me since I sacrificed my life. And to my friends that haven't, they would tell you the same thing. 
Sacrifice your life to God. And you know what? There's going to be consequences. There always are. You might make your friends upset with you. What are you doing, dude? And I'm not telling you tonight. I'm not saying, okay, Logan, you need to change your mind. You need to go to Bible college. I'm not saying, no, you need to go to Bible college. Forget OU. Forget community college. Stop it. That's not what I'm telling you. But what, here is what I'm telling you, okay? In those places, you need to be sacrificed to God. No matter what he asks you to do, if it's to witness to the people in your dorm room, which is hard. If it's to come to church on Sunday, if it's to serve the Lord with the rest of your life, here's the thing, for the rest of your life, you're going to be fighting this battle on whether you're going to come to church or not come to church. You're going to be fighting the battle on what, how much time you're going to give to God, how much time you're going to give to yourself. I'm telling you right now, whatever God asks you to do, do it. Because it's the only reasonable thing to do. It is your reasonable service. The next verse, it says this, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The word conformed means changeable, malleable. It would be, it would be like, okay, you ever, there's fall here, right? I've never been to fall here. So leaves on the floor, the wind comes by, I know there's wind here. That's tough. That's, that's crazy. When I drove in, I, I drove in uh, to come to Oklahoma, and the wind just picked up. And my car, I mean, you guys know what I drive, a little Buick. I felt like my car was about to get blown to the other side. I was like, man, where am I going? <laughs> so, but it would be like a leaf, okay? Wherever the wind takes it, it will go. And I've been telling you a lot tonight, there's going to be people and there's going to be the world that's going to try to change you. It's going to try to make you form to whatever they believe. I know this, this isn't something we think about a lot when we're teenagers, but they're going to try to make you believe that abortion's okay. So where do you stand on it? They're going to make you try to believe that, you know what, if you don't go to church, that's fine. That's not a big deal. They're going to make you try to believe that, you know what, same-sex marriage, that's okay. Now, those things to you guys right now, it's like, man, okay, I know those are wrong. But you know what, the world, if we're, if we're, if we're so consumed with the world, they're going to be able to mold us. They're going to be able to change us. Just like that leaf, they can blow you wherever you want to go. They're going to try to change what you believe about God. They're going to try to make you worship yourself. The world is doing that a lot nowadays where they'll say, hey, whatever makes you feel good, Logan, you do it, man. Well, I'm here to tell you don't. Noah, same thing. If we did everything our heart wanted to do, if we did everything our flesh wanted to do, we would be a mess. And I'm telling you, don't. Don't allow the world to influence you and change your mind and be able to just blow you in the wind. Because you know what? You'll see that your life changes completely. 
Stay away from influences that aren't going to be right. That aren't going to point you toward God. But the next phrase says, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. The word transform means a dramatic change. A dramatic change in form. But a transformation is from the core. It's a deep change that helps us to stand firm and not to move. So it's a change that will actually result in us being firm and steadfast. And here's what I'm telling you tonight. Be transformed by the renewing of your Now, how do we renew our minds? Right here. It's time in your life that it's between you and God now. And you've got to make the decision what you believe. You notice in the verse it says the renewing of your mind. Not the renewing of your feelings or the renewing of your heart. Because you know what? Your feelings will change. I feel like going to church. I feel like following God's will. That will change. But renewing your mind is a result of being in God's word and allowing him to change you. To mold you. And here's the thing, Logan and Noah. It's time that you guys have to make the decision what you're going to do. Okay, is church important? Why? That's something you got to find out for yourself. It's something that you have to figure out between you and God and God's word, and you need to study it out. Why should I be going to church? Why should I be doing that? Why is abortion not okay? Why are all these things that I'm not allowed to do, why are all these sins not acceptable unto God? Because here's the truth. It's between you and God now. Your parents aren't going to be there anymore to say, hey, Logan, you probably shouldn't do that, buddy. (laughs) Sorry. Noah, same thing. You guys are becoming men. And here's where a lot of people make this mistake. I went to Bible college. I told you that. And (laughs) it's sad, but... I would say 70, 80% of the kids at Bible college never read God's word. They went to chapel. They did all those things, but they never read God's word. Don't be that. Because if you're not spending time in God's word, your life will be able to be changed by the world. You've got to make the decisions now, Logan, Noah. What are you going to do? Are you going to allow God to just, are you, are you going to allow the world to just change you however they want? The only way you are not going to allow that is if you're spending time in God's word and finding principles that apply to your life and finding things that you're going to live by. Because you know what? God's word doesn't change. If we're living by the principles of Disney, it's going to change, okay? 
by the principles of our parents, they might change. If we're living by the principles of our pastor, no offense, pastor, but those might change. That's not what we live by. We live by God's word. And you guys have to make the decision and be transformed with God's word. You've got to be renewed in your minds, and you've got to study it out yourself. It's time in your lives that you do. That's my challenge for you tonight. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. It's the only reasonable thing to do. It is, the, it is the thing that will bring you the most joy and comfort in your life. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. If you truly are transformed by the renewing of your mind, if you're truly spending time in God's word and allowing him to guide you and to transform you, you're going to know what is good, what is acceptable, what is perfect. You're going to know those things. You're going to know the will of God. If you are spending time in his word and you're allowing him to change you, when, you know what, when life comes and you say, Lord, I don't know what to do, he's going to show you. So it's up to you. It really is. You can literally live life, hey, I'm just going to enjoy life, enjoy sin, enjoy the world, but they will try to change you. And because Satan is part of this world and he is destroying people. He's destroying people our age. Because you know what? He knows what you guys can do for him, for God. The devil does. I don't. But the devil knows that God can use you and he can change your lives and make you transformed and make, make your lives, I don't even know what to say there. But he, God can use you if you're in his word. So make the decision. Are you going to be conformed to this world or be transformed by the renewing of your minds? And honestly, that is by staying in God's word. And you know what? Pastor got you guys a gift today. So I'm going to allow him to come. And uh, I'm just